So, uh, this is supposed to be our one-year anniversary. It's the year anniversary, uh, no? But it is the year-and-a-half anniversary. year-and-a-half! You're at home with the cousins. Uh, we... <laughs> Time got away from us there, guys. Uh, we missed you the last couple of weeks. Sorry for that. We have absolutely a ton on our plate right now. But uh, we're excited for a little update episode here. We'll let you know exactly what's going on and where we've been and uh, what the plan is going forward. Well, it's been, I mean, again, yes, we are sorry. Like Anthony said, we've been busy. There's, there's a lot going on, uh, especially one, our, our book, What Can You Do With a Toolbox, released we, we've been in full swing. We've done a ton of appearances throughout September. We've met with a ton of kids. Um, it's been one of those things that it's been so much fun, I think, for me at least, to see the oh, reaction. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the they, they love it. They really do love reading the book. And I had uh, a couple parents with something kind of unexpected yeah. that, that I didn't, I didn't well, I guess I realized it, but I wasn't sure, was that parents that have older children that are six years old, seven years old, that mm-hmm. are learning to read. They're reading it on their they own. They really say this book reads very well for a that's child right. that's learning to read. Super cool. And, yeah, and, that, was, and that was big. I, I was always thinking of as a parent reading it to, to their small kid because that's what I do with Lily. Yep. But again, it's that, that means a lot for a child that's just learning to read. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's been a great response and a, and a lot of thanks to you guys for, uh, for supporting it and for writing reviews and uh, for helping us share it on social media. It's been fantastic. Like John said, the readings have been a bunch of fun and doing different signings and events. So really, really proud of it. Um, there is still a link in the show notes to uh, what can you do with the toolbox if you guys haven't grabbed a copy and you would like to. Uh, we would certainly appreciate the support. But yeah, the book was a was a super, super fun launch. Uh, in other big news. Um, I think uh, everyone has seen the uh, the news out of the Ellen camp. Uh, Ellen Digital Networks has greenlit a new show with John and I. It is going to be called The Build Up, and we are in full pre-production mode right now. That's where the majority of our time has been spent and why we haven't really gotten a podcast well, out in the last couple of weeks. And just so everyone knows, you know, nothing happens fast in TV world. This has been two years in the making. In the making of Anthony and I working with the Ellen team, working with the digital side, Ellen Tube. Anyone that is not familiar with Ellen Tube, it has been something that has been massive in the digital world and has grown from our first show. So if you guys have not watched it, our first show on the digital network um, that Ellen has was called Grand Design. It was $1,000 room makeover. We were her first home design show for when the, when the network launched. Um, and we had a huge, huge following just from that show. I mean, it was it was eight episodes, five minutes, um, but it went great. And now the buildup, we've always been saying we have to do more. We want to do something where it incorporates the community, giving back to people, doing what Ellen does. When you see the Ellen show, what do you say? She's always doing something big. She's helping people that help so many others. And we've been working with them and finally is uh, well, I think I, th- I think, you know, the track record that we have with her, the 10 episodes or so that we've done on the Ellen Generous show, um, you know, helping give back to her fans. This is basically just the digital extension of that. So, um 
the casting is done. Um, we can't let you know who that is yet or where we're going because we, we still have to surprise these people. Uh, but that is going to be happening in very short order. Um, so, uh, so there's going to be a lot more coming out, um, about that. We're actually, when we're on the road, we're going to be bringing the podcasting equipment with us and we're going to record all the behind the scenes stuff end of day, uh, how things went, um, interviewing different people involved in the process so that when the show launches in early 2019, um, this is going to be a cool companion piece that can go along with it. So after you get the video component on Ellen tube, you'll be able to tune in here and you can, you can hear a little bit from the people's lives who, who were affecting and, and how we're affecting them. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it'll, they'll, they'll, they'll just be some cool, lighthearted interviews um, to go along with the, the video content we're making. Um, and in the same breath, if you haven't checked it out, um, it's worth downloading the Ellen Tube app. Um, I know it's available for iPhone. I believe it's available for Android as well. Um, but there's a ton of great content there. If you follow Ellen on, um, on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, you know, it's a, it's a lot of that, uh, those style of videos that they launch, but it's the, it's the full versions of them. Um, yeah, so you can, uh, you and can she's, check that out and, and, and get caught up. I think we're one of five new shows that are coming out in the in the 2019 yes. winter, spring-ish. Yep. Um, and, and, and there's some great shows. I mean, ours, is, of course, is a, a construction design. It's it's focusing on the community, but she's a cooking show. She has a, a show about fashion. You know, it's it's all the pop culture stuff that we love from Ellen. And I for me this show that I'm excited about is we're we're doing great things, right? We're 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 giving back, mm -hmm. but there's going to be so many other surprises that I think are going to be unexpected. Yeah, well, you know, in, in this show. the Ellen team has grown that network a lot over the last couple of years, so this show is going to be much bigger than Grand Design was. Um, even the ideas that are being thrown around in, in uh, pre-production meetings are insane. Yeah. Um, John and I are pitching big stuff and we're getting yeses. So uh, we're really excited. Now we have about to execute. <laughs> that. That's always the fun part. Now we have to execute. Um, yeah, it. and I, you know, keep in mind too that the podcast we're going to be doing on the road is about our planning process on steroids. So if you guys are curious what goes into the behind the scenes of making these things, this is where you're going to get that that info. Um, but turning to the podcast, what are we doing going forward? Um, so obviously we've got this shoot coming up. Um, so it's going to be tough to get new content out while we're on the road shooting. We'll be making content, but we won't have time to edit it and get it ready. So what we're going to do, because this podcast has grown an absolute ton in the last year and a half, we are so, so proud and so happy about it. Thank you guys all for joining us and subscribing and sharing. We really, really appreciate it. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to re-release the first seven episodes, which is the project planning series. Um, I don't know how many new listeners have gone back to the beginning um, to check that stuff out, but it's really the foundation of what what we want to be providing here. It's the foundation of having a successful home renovation. So we're going to re-release those uh, seven episodes, and that's going to give us a little bit of cushion to get our filming done with the Ellen Digital team. And then we'll have a whole bunch of new episodes coming uh, early part of 2019. Um, so if you have listened to them in the past, I, you know, it's always a good refresher, um, especially if you've got that upcoming renovation. If you have a project coming up or you're planning one six months from now, this, these seven episodes is what you want to be listening to prior to starting that entire process. Well, and, and I think also what I'd like to know from our, our listeners, anyone that is listening through Anchor, 
go on to Anchor, and if there's something that you want Anthony and I to discuss, send us those questions because we can start basing some of the episodes that we want to stockpile. Mm-hmm. We can start flushing out those ideas. And if, if you have a project or if you have something coming up or if it's just an overall topic, we can dive into that and we can go much deeper on it. Yeah. So if you're not using Anchor, go to Anchor, download the app. The great thing about Anchor is you can leave us questions direct. Yeah, it's basically a live voicemail feature. Yep. It's just it just works through their podcast app. Um, but you know, in, in speaking about Anchor, one of the great things about them is they really help you get on every single podcast platform. So we're on Spotify now. Obviously, we're on iTunes. We're on Google. We're on Stitcher. We're on, I mean, we're on like twelve or fifteen different podcast platforms. Um, we're reaching far and wide. Um, the more ratings you guys can leave us, the more it helps us in any of the ratings. So whatever p- uh, podcast platform you're listening on, we'd certainly appreciate uh, a rating or a review or, or anything like that that you can do for us. Um, it, it helps other people find this content, and we're real passionate about uh, getting it out there and sharing with people. Um, I know that you are designing a restaurant for a friend right now. Yes. And uh, I just want to know, is anything going on in your current project that has been a learning a learning a learning <laughs> experience boy, you know every project's a learning i know experience. well that's why i asked because um, i know there's a lot going on <laughs> look i know it is a, a restaurant design you caught me still, off guard with that one there buddy all right, well i, I was because I, like I was that. thinking about it so i figured you know yeah um you know th- so i would say this particular project has been very smooth um the client i'm working with is he's nervous he get you know he really wants to make sure everything's right and he wants it to be very unique which it is very unique yep. i'm really stoked on this uh, if you guys are following me on instagram you've seen a couple of the work in progress pictures that i posted last week um i got a great response off of them so thanks for that um and i'm, I'm really stoked to share final final with everybody um but I, so now everything's great the hardest part of this project was getting him to understand my concept and my vision uh, prior to any of the work being done. So, you know, obviously it's mood boards and it's my shitty sketches that I'm not really good at. <laughs> but um, it, it it definitely took extra conversation to get that comfort level there. But once he got there, he got there. Well, and he's is that thrilled a, is with that everything. A, is that, I guess, something, of course, that a homeowner can learn from when, when they're deal- if they have a designer or someone that's that's helping them through that whole process of, of their own home? I mean, I think the thing to learn is not to be afraid to keep asking the questions until you understand. Yep. I mean, I'd be lying if I said he didn't drive me a little nuts, but yeah. like that was internal. That was my internal dialogue. I didn't say that. To, like, of course. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's... I you got to stop and say, this is not his job. This is my job. I see it. I need to get him to see it. So I think it, he actually helped me better verbalize my, what I wanted to accomplish for him. How so, well it, so it's, it's important that homeowners know that, listen, it's your money and it's your project. It's your home. Keep asking questions until, until you get it. And if, if I'm not explaining it the right way, if your contractor isn't, that's on us to figure out how to do that. And, you know, he was, and he would even say like, listen, man, I'm not, I don't want to drive you crazy. And yeah. like when he would say that, I'd be like, man, you know what? He's right. He's, he's just trying to understand, understand this it. thing. Well, let me ask uh, you this. Yeah. Since you're doing a unique design, you mm-hmm. said he wanted a unique, he wanted it to be something special. Of course, yeah. when, you're, when you're in the restaurant business, 
That's I mean, one of the, one of the right? rooms is black, like floors, walls, ceiling, like completely. Well, I completely saw how black. you're doing like a yin and yang, which yeah. I, I love. Um, it's it's going to be a, a Japanese sushi type of, of restaurant, right? But is it more? Because I think these are things for homeowners too. When a designer comes to you, they have a vision, right? Sometimes it's hard to verbalize it. Yes, you have to show mood boards, mm-hmm. pictures, and even then, they're still like, "I well, don't get it." Well, there's still a level of trust that goes so, into it. As I'm it. saying, is he is he giving you that freedom? Like, okay, Anthony, I trust you. Yeah. Go so for it. what what happened was when I saw that, I really, um, you know, we were we were going super unique here. Like he made it a point early on that he wanted it. He didn't want it to be like anything else that, that was in town. Yep. So I, I reached out to suppliers and was waiting on samples. Once my sample tile arrived, uh, the samples of the stick wood that I yep. wanted arrived, um, and then I got a couple of other like scrap pieces of wood and painted them certain colors that they, they were going to be, and then I held things in place where they were going to live permanently. That's what started to really you know have him get it. And... Um, and and that's when he did. It was implicit trust. He just you know? he just said yes, yes, yes. Yep. He's like, I get it now. Go. Just well, and it. I think that's a good lesson because sometimes you don't get the full picture, even if you see a mood board or maybe you see a. Rendering. You got to touch it. You got to feel but, it. You get, there's textures. There's there's patterns. There's but, you know but most, locations. But a lot of it is you hired a professional, guys. Let the person do what you hired yeah, them for. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that, but I also understand that there's a finite budget. Yep. There are partners that he has to answer to. There's, it's never just as simple as we're professionals. Let us do our well, thing. How, because how, how many times have people been screwed by professionals true. and or people that are claiming they're professionals? You know, I, I don't. I'm not trying to allude that he thought I was going that direction, but people are nervous for a good reason, I think, in our industry. And, and it's, it, it's, it's a difficult thing to relinquish that much control. Since you've given him uh, a very unique design, mm. how have you been able to keep his budget in check as well? Because you said Dude, he's got partners. I don't, and- I don't know. I, <laughs> we laugh about this one a lot. Um, I, I chose materials that were really economical uh, for the large-scale stuff used paint to really get them looking the way I wanted it to because yep. paint's super economical. Um, and then and then splurged on on a few, like the tile on the faces of the bar. Shout out to Fire Clay. They it looks beautiful t- yeah. so ridiculous. Tile. But it wasn't a ton of tile. So you can get that handmade tile and get that, you know, do the face of each of each bar wall and it's just such a focal point. Uh, and I love that. Dynamite. I think that's a good point for everyone. Find one focal thing that yep. you can splurge on because like you said, a backsplash tile, especially on a bar yep. that you see, it's right in front of your eyes. Well, like another perfect example, we didn't we didn't want to get um, crazy like, you know, moving lights and all this. Yeah. So we left the lights in their same locations, but we changed out fixtures. So in order to get enough lighting in the space, um, I used a company called Hangout Lighting, which... They do completely custom fixtures, but it's like point-and-click custom. There's nine bulbs coming off of one fixture, and each wow. strand of wire is six feet long. So I can pull you these can pull lights all, all over the, the room, but I didn't have to pull a permit because yep. all I did was change a light fixture. I didn't move anything. That's great. It's great. So I really spent a lot of time trying to refine that 
that budget. But, and you know, we're still over budget. It's it's <laughs> it's one of those. It's the things. world that we live in. <laughs> but he, you know, he knew it before yeah. we started. Yeah. Um, he's like, I know I'm giving you an impossible task here. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll 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 find whatever extra we need. Just pl- please, you know, try and. <laughs> And we ground it out as much as we could. Well, and at the end of the day, I mean, uh, I'm sure he knows that is going to make his restaurant. As much as the food, of course, is what has to be on point. The design yeah. has to be on point. And I think for homeowner, well, you know, the design in a restaurant is is the use of your fifth sense. You know, absolutely. You use all your other senses when you're eating. Um, and yes, you look at your food, but I, I want you to be in an environment that is complementary to the food that you're eating. And it's something that you and I did when we designed Talde. You know, yep. it, we wanted the we wanted the essence and the feel of the food to be exuded in the design, in the space, in the in the four walls that you were sitting within. So that's kind of the same thing that we're doing over there. And, and I think even with your own personal home, of course, everyone always says location, location, location. But after that. If you are looking to sell your home, if, if you don't have a home that is designed in a very meticulous manner and has and, ha, and has a story or really has a meeting, that you're not going to get the money you think you're going to get. Right. Um, I, I've been I've been looking at a bunch of different homes w- with Jen now, and we've mm-hmm. been you know driving around just looking and seeing seeing what's out there, and you see, I mean, it's so few and far between. That you find a home that you're like, whoa, that's a home well, that I, I would pay that price I, for. I, but I think you could even back that up and, and talk about the sale of your house. I mean, uh, yeah, the people that bought your house wouldn't even let you take your furniture. No, they, wanted they wanted everything. everything. I know. Because you curated that home yep. so well that from the, from the end of the driveway to the rugs that were on the ground there was nothing for them to do they wanted the whole thing because it told the complete story yeah and, and and that's how and that's how you demand a price i know everyone's always saying well you know i want to sell my home and i'm i'm really you will you can't demand your price if you don't have all these things done and i think like you know you're 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 doing this space for a, a commercial project or whether you're doing your space for a residential and you're looking to sell it if it's not done in that beautifully curated way don't think, oh, well, I'm listing it for 800 yeah, I mean, I think, I'm going to get it. You know, it. for me, the really the only difference is in the way I approach commercial and residential. I mean, obviously, you know, a budget is is unique to, to every project. But money aside, when you're creating a commercial space, you can take more chances because you're creating an experience for a person to have for a two- or three-hour time frame. Yep. When you're doing a home, you're creating an experience for someone to have that they're going to live in day in and day out, year after year. So you're you're choosing different things because you're trying to evoke at different emotions, but you're still creating a story in both environments. It's just one is a little more wild or a little bit, you know, uh, more out there than than the other. But it's it's I think you're exactly right. You're creating a story with your design, and that's going to want people to come back. That's going to command a price when you're selling your home. That the story is what it is, and I think people should also, when they are going out to eat, just like you know, a, a place that Anthony is designing. When you go to a nice place to eat, look at the decor, because just like you said, you design it pretty much in the same vein. Use those items that you see inside of a restaurant and make them applicable inside your home, because you can you can do a design that looks over the top you can you can do something you say wow they did that in, in this restaurant i think i can do that for tile in my home and it's gonna look 
pretty damn good. It's gonna, right. it's gonna stand yeah. out. It's gonna Absolutely. be huge. Yeah, and if you guys are curious, um, the restaurant's name is Saku, and if you're on Instagram, it is S A K U underscore Hoboken, um, and I'll put a link to their Instagram account uh, in the show notes. Um, if you want to start following them, they're going to be posting uh, pretty soon about friends and family and uh, when are they going to do opening. O- it's looking like we're going to be on the road for the opening, so uh, I'm a little bummed that right. I won't be able to uh, to see people's reactions on opening night. But um, I just want to get this thing done and and get it photographed, and and uh, I'm sure that the uh, that my buddy there will will will, will well, tell me all about the opening. You know, and, and so everyone knows it's pretty cool because uh, Anthony lived next door to this place <laughs> for for how, how many years? And how many years did you uh, live next five door? Five years, I think. For four, four or five years, I lived next to it. Or sorry, four or five years, he lived next to it. He used to, well, it was first Gold Hawk. Gold Hawk. Gold Hawk. So yeah. it was, it was kind of like a dive bar. Then, it, then his Anthony's friend bought it, turned it into Turtle Club, um, which was a, a really standout bar in Hoboken. Yep. And now it's going to be turning into. It's kind of cool to see it go this, through those three the third, phases. The third evolution. The, yeah. the third evolution. Yeah, super cool. Um, and it's it's really neat to see it go through all those changes, and you see a space. That is, you know, it's the same square footage. Well, the fun thing for me is that I spent so much time at Turtle Club hanging yeah. with my guy, with my buddies and everything, and and oh shit, we spent a lot of time yeah. there too. Uh, I mean, your your brother helped them with the menu. With the menu, I know, started, it, you know, it couldn't um, do everything that they did. At the but the the cool thing is that it, both Gold Talk and Turtle Club were such bar bars. Yes. And now it's like an elevated modern Japanese sushi restaurant. So cool. It's such a departure that seeing the space it, in its current in, incarnation is absolutely it's crazy. Amazing. It's a- and I think that's going to be a lot of fun for Hobokenites because it's like. They remember that Turtle yeah. Club was there for nine years, ten years. Ten years, yeah. You know, so you're going to walk Going in, in there, taking some shots. Which, which, I, which I think, you know, is, is kind of an odd thing, too, because, yeah. you know, people are going to walk in and they have all this nostalgia and emotion for what was there. So it'll be interesting to see people's reactions to what it is now. It, well, it, it just shows. It doesn't matter the space. Your home could be built in the 40s, yep. 50s. You can change it so drastically. You can create what you want. You're like, wait. This doesn't look anything <laughs> like the place I remember. So Absolutely. no, it's cool, man. I, I'm excited for it to open. For sure. Um, it's it's gonna. I think, like you said, I think it's gonna be one of those places that's gonna stand out in Hoboken. Yeah, for so. sure, for sure. I appreciate it. All right, guys. So that pretty much takes care of the wrap up, the update from us. Happy uh, one and a half year anniversary. <laughs> one and a half year anniversary. <laughs> um, Happy one and a half. <laughs> 2019 has a lot coming. Yes. Um, the uh, the digital series with Ellen is just the beginning. We've Imagine got... we can get Ellen on a podcast. Don't hold your breath, brother. <laughs> I don't know if she'll want to do our podcast, uh, but that would be cool if we could get her. She's got her own podcast now. Maybe we go on hers we'll, and we and we can do a, a swap. We got a better chance of getting on hers. We probably have a better chance of getting on hers. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but guys, we appreciate so much you guys sticking with us and uh, and the comments and the reviews and whatnot. Um, Thanks again for listening. We will be re-releasing the uh, the project planning series following this episode. And uh, 2019, we will have all fresh content for you. That is another episode of Home with the Cousins. Thanks for hanging with us. Hey, guys, real quick before you go, we just wanted to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
and share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.